welcome to The Confessional. I'm Mike Moran. Tell us your deepest, your creepiest, your funniest. Confess to us. No one's listening. All right, everybody. Welcome to another confessional podcast. My name is Mike Moran. Uh, bringing bringing you another quarantine edition of Confessional. And uh, if you'd like to participate in the Confessional, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. Um, that's about it. But uh, just find us, find us, and hang out and talk. Um, now, of course, our usual producer Jimmy is not here, but in his stead, we have a, a very, very, very exciting uh, producer slash co-host, one of my favorite people in the world, Sue Werner. One of your favorite people in the world. Yeah. Well, you know, Reba's still alive, dude. <laughs> the 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 technical oh, side of things is getting slightly less janky every time i actually ordered like five of those like eighth inch to quarter inch adapters from amazon cool which will simplify this setup enormously nice i know i can't we we appreciate all your hard work too also ordered a mic clip Mm. so i don't need to do this right and held and you should get some of those chip clips as well Oh my god! I think you, maybe we can use like them for both. You think so? Uh, well, only one way to find out. It rhymes, chip <laughs> clip. Sue, <clears throat> what are we discussing today? We're discussing brushes with death. Brushes with death. Mm-hmm. Yes. Brushes of a death. very good death metal band, if I may say so myself. There's got to be one, right? No. No. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Sue, our guest. You you're familiar with this. One gentleman. of my favorite people in the world. What? This guy, he plays music with you, from what I understand. I know. I mean, he used to like three months ago. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. He. Uh, you, you guys have you've toured all over the the globe together. We have. You've had wild, wild times. We've had wild times. You've thrown TVs out of hotel windows. <laughs> I threw a phone out a window. Just kidding. Did you really? No. So <laughs> we have the guitarist of War on Women, Sue oh Brooks God. Harlan. Yay! Yay! Hi, thanks for having me. Of course. I think. How that, you doing, buddy? I think Sue threw my hair clippers out a window. Once. Oh my God, I did! Oh, in, oh my God, I did in Germany. Yep. I didn't throw them out the window. It's more like I dropped them out the window. I was trying to shave my head like, right, in the window, and then I dropped it into like a flower bed. And then I had to like go get it, and like all of the uh, people from the it was like a, a like a squat in Austria or Germany or something, and mm. everybody was unhappy that I was trampling the flower beds. Well, it's a very Sue story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad you got it. Otherwise, uh, Brooks would have had to do the rest of the tour with a fro. <laughs> <laughs> Brooks, how's the uh, how's the new album coming along? Uh, uh, it's Wait, wh- it's coming along. It's um. Wh- I'll tell you one of the advantages of having uh, basically society closed down is I've had the chance to work on our mm-hmm. new record basically until 
It's beat to death into the ground. You um, know what? I find that having an infinite amount of time to do something usually really helps. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, I've had that's I've actually had, the opposite. I've had to for I've had to uh, I've had to enforce guidelines upon myself to get this thing finished. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what kind of guidelines? Um, <clears throat> do you have a list every day? Uh, no. It's more just like time, like how many how many days I want to spend on something, right? Um, right, that kind of stuff. And okay, do we have an album title yet? Um, I think I think it's gonna be and just called, FYI, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band yeah. is taken. Well, I think uh, one of the songs on the record's called Wonderful Hell, and I think we're gonna call it Wonderful Hell because it seems mm. to it seems to be a really good uh, synopsis of what's <laughs> happening right now. <laughs> All right. Just sort of yeah. living in misery. Sure, sure. Yeah. And uh, wh- where can people find find your music, Brooks? Um, well, so Warren Women is uh, signed to Bridge Nine Records, which is a Boston record label. They have an online store. They have uh, they do a really excellent job of like creating a physical product vinyl to own. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're interested in physical product, but we're also on all the major digital streaming services as well. The, the records that Bridge Nine makes are really, really nice. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. The packaging is just like, you know, I have no idea what it's going to look like for this one. Maybe it'll just be terrible. It'll probably be good, though. Why would it be terrible? Let's just, we'll take a screenshot of this, and that'll be the... the <laughs> right, the, right. The, yes. The Zoom, the Zoom session. <laughs> <laughs> is, there, is there any uh, ideas for the album artwork yet? Um... Well, um, because I can do a really good yin yang. <laughs> oh, I like that. Uh, we've been, uh, I've been talk in talks with Ryan Patterson, who did the layout and artwork for our last record. Um, okay. and I love the stuff he does, so I think that's who we're going with again. Is he, uh, fr- from that band? Uh, he's been in a couple amazing bands. The band he's in now is called Photo Crime. Oh, photo crime, right? I was thinking of Coliseum. I he was in Coliseum that... as okay. well. Um, hmm. He's a super great guy, good friend, and uh, a good graphic designer, artist. Awesome, cool. Well, when about will that be out? <laughs> um, well, I think our original goal was to have it out right before the election. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but with the current state of business um being halted everywhere i i actually don't i actually don't know um okay this this record i feel like we everything was going so well (laughs) until the uh the, global pandemic occurred yeah that'll do it you know (laughs) yeah i agree but you know um at least at least we got all the the physical recording finished before mm-hmm. the shutdown, like literally, um, like two days yeah. before the shutdown. Wow. So, um, so in a way, timing was fortunate for the record, at least. Um, sure. Because all the stuff that I sort of do by myself, anyways, I was able to do um, in quarantine by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, we will look forward to that. And today we are discussing, like Sue said. Brushes with death. Brushes with death. There's there's nothing 
there's nothing to to get you invigorated than almost <laughs> dying. Is that right? I mean, he, I mean, I imagine. Yeah. Um, um, or like make you like incapacitated. That yeah, I guess it can too. have either. Of, <laughs> yeah, it's like it, it seems like maybe fifty percent of people get a new lease on life. You know, Saul style after they almost die. Saul style, like so, from the Bible. No, 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 Saul. The film series Saul. Oh, Saul. Yeah. Saul. 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 All right. Yeah. The whole point of that franchise was they better torch- call Saul. Yes. <laughs> All right. The cross. Chris Rock's making the new one, by the way. Mike's accent is endlessly amusing to me. How? What accent? And whatever. Anyway. I talk normal. <laughs> Everybody okay. else in the world has an accent, but me. <laughs> All right, well, let's jump right into it. Uh, Let me see here. We have from Diane Roth, Wichita, Kansas. You guys ever played in Wichita, Kansas? Uh, I don't think I have. I've definitely played there. I don't know if Warren Women has played in Wichita, Kansas. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyways. Well, nonetheless, Diane says, being in a tornado at the age of 14 back in 74, it was in April... And I, it had been raining slash hailing all day. My mom went outside to pick up a piece of hail that was like golf ball size. And she saw the tornado coming. She came back inside the house and yelled for everyone to get down to the cellar. And we no sooner got there. When it hit, of course, it completely destroyed the house. Jesus. <laughs> but then the house was ancient. LOL. <laughs> Means laugh out loud. It was the house my dad grew up in as a boy. The house was at least 60 years old. I actually had a little end table made from the wood and have had it for 19 years. My oldest brother had a dog who was pregnant at the time, and after being carried away, she came limping back several days later with nine healthy pups. With not... Wait. Wow. Wait. Holy crap. So, first of all... Where were the pups? No, no, no. I know. Did she, like, carry them back, like, one by one? I I don't know how many maybe that's I don't know I guess depending on mouth size a dog yeah. could I guess it's possible. it's like a near death story that resulted in more life you know right yeah that's a good point that's that's a pretty amazing story it is I was kind of just thinking of the more cliched oh of course a tornado in Kansas because oh I didn't even know. notice that any but you know oh, and it a checks dog, out and a dog but uh, it must be pretty traumatizing to have your whole house get destroyed. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine that. I mean, what do, what do you do? I, sometimes I wish my whole house would get destroyed. Why? Because I just, I don't know. Because I guess I don't, I, I don't want any of my stuff anymore. This is that's a whole other, that's a whole other <laughs> thing. I'm, I'm, that's really actually insensitive of me to say. Um, Brooks, you grew up in Texas. Did you have like were tornadoes like a thing? We're both from the East Coast, so like um, ter- you know, well, sometimes. So I was born in El Paso, Texas, and and. You know, Spanish grew, for grew the up there till I graduated high school. So El Paso is kind of surrounded by mountains. It is not part of Tornado Alley. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. It's, however, uh, I went to college at Texas Tech in Lubbock, Texas, which is, is in Tornado Alley. And uh, I had some pretty terrifying moments with tornadoes in college. Um you know, they they had these crazy sirens that would go off, um, mm. and uh, I actually saw one once, and it was terrifying. Like, mm. the, what did the sirens sound like? Can you? Like, um, do they it? sound like uh, the first time I heard them, it reminded me of something from a sci-fi movie. You know, mm. 
And they're, they're kind of like, they they're kind of like, Oh, the, the, the slow rise like, and oh, fall. That is the scariest and, freaking noise. And they're, they're uh, these horns that are kind of up on poles way in the air, mm-hmm. like telephone poles, and they're spaced right. out like every whatever couple miles. So if you're in the middle of two, you hear two or three maybe sort of like mm. not Surround like sound. lined up exactly, like phasing, and it's it's terrifying. Wow. Yeah. Like, were those, were those like... Were those sirens like made for tornadoes specifically, or were they like yes. repurposed after like uh, nuclear bombs? Oh, oh, uh, that I, you know? you know, that's a good. I mean, they might just be like uh, the equivalent of our modern day like uh, emergency. Yeah, mm. uh, Beep. what is it? whatever that emergency tone you get on your phone? It might have been oh, like God. The, the precursor to that. So maybe any sort of big disaster, those things would go off. I don't sure. know. I don't know. Sure. Ugh. Yeah, I, there was a, a tornado that almost happened when I was a kid in in Virginia, supposedly. Uh, wait, a tornado almost happened? Well, I in remember Virginia going. One time? I remember, Tell me more. I remember my dad. I was home before. You know, remember that couple of hours when you'd be home before your parents would get home? The best time of day. Absolutely. I remember my dad on the phone telling me to get in the cellar, and I did. And you okay? And that's it. Okay, <laughs> that's a that's a great story. Yeah, yeah, it never yeah. happened, but it did get kind of dark and rainy. So. Oh my god, sound, yeah. that sounds that sounds awful. Right, right. And uh, just a quick note: there's got to be a roller derby person named Tornado Alley, right? I mean, probably like Alley McBe, you know, like spelled like A L L I E. Right. Yeah, there was. I don't. I don't know. There, there was a there was a a girl on on the Baltimore roller derby team called Alley Be Back. Mm. And her and her oh, and her number reference. was and her number was T two. Oh my goodness! I, wasn't that great? That that's, was great. Yeah, anyway, that's wonderful. That is really cool. There's also an Ali Kata. Really? Yep. That's a little offensive. Megan Wilms. Autobar. Do I know her? Yep. Yeah, she's she works at Autobar. She's okay. a bartender. All right. I, I'm shit, just no. I'm trying to, to at the picture. shit show. Okay. Okay. Anyway. I think I can picture oh a lot God. of people that work at the Autobar. <laughs> I'll cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well let's let's get into Brooks's story here. Now you you uh you you just dodged a uh a uh, Zoom meeting with the Grim Reaper at one point, correct? Uh I By the way, Brooks would would make a great Grim Reaper. I just thought of that. <laughs> he's got the look. I mean, well, yeah, he, I mean he's absolutely fucking terrifying. He really I, um, is. <laughs> yeah, I mean I you know, I I've had a couple things in my life. I think the one you're referring to is a is a story about how I got this scar on the back of my head. I uh, think that's the one. So, I'll make it as quick as I can. Um, so, my father was a gambler. <laughs> Sorry, it all started when I emerged <laughs> as a baby. Uh, no, so when I was 18 years old, um, I was taking a trip. <clears throat> With a group of friends from El Paso, Texas, mm. to Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's about a five-hour, five-and-a-half-hour drive. Okay. And if you've ever been to New Mexico, uh, you'll know there's there's about three towns in New Mexico. Mm. <laughs> um, Roswell. Albuquerque. You know, Santa Fe. Albuquerque, Santa Fe. Santa Fe, Roswell. And, those are, <laughs> and then there's some little towns, right? Anyways... 
my point is there's not a lot in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. So we were driving in two vans and one van was following the other. I was in the van in the rear and the van in front of us got a flat tire. So we pulled over to the side of the road. We're in the middle of New Mexico. Mm-hmm. There's nothing around. And while they were changing the tire on the front van, me and my friends were kind of goofing around. I remember we had this, uh, it was just like a ball of duct tape, you know? I don't know where it came from. It was just in the van. <laughs> Not a lot to do in New Mexico. And we, were, we were throwing it back and forth. Um, sure. And how, how, old are, how old are you? I was 18. Okay, right. And yeah. for, some yeah. reason, oh, well, for some reason, um, there, I saw this sort of, there was this like concrete strip on the side of the road Hmm. and i was like oh what's this and then then the next thing i know i'm sort of like waking up on my back right (laughs) and uh i was trying to get up i thought i for some reason i thought i was taking a nap on the floor of the van okay and i heard my friend leanne say don't get up like, what are you talking about? Uh, well, apparently I had fallen off. Mm. Um, so the highway um, kind of had gone over this sort of gully, you know? Right. Uh, in New Mexico, there's a lot of like sort of dried up little river like areas. Riverbeds, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had fallen off the highway 10 feet down, landed on my head. Mm on the floor of this sort of hard um, riverbed. Um, And at first nobody knew what happened to me because it was so dark. It was like I was there, and then all of a sudden I was gone. Like Oh, my. So for a second they thought you disappeared. Like David Copperfield. And then they said (laughs) they heard a sound that sounded like somebody had dropped a watermelon off of this bridge and that was the and they're like hey free watermelon that was the sound of my head cracking open apparently so oh, oh, man. um so i'm laying down in the bottom of this riverbed right and <laughs> you've been gallagher essentially and uh i'm trying I'm, tr- I'm trying to sort of tell you this story in the way that i remember it instead sure. of like w- the way it actually happened because it's really disorienting when you have a head injury so um so the next thing i know like i guess i laid back down the next i open my eyes and i'm in an ambulance mm. and i was like what's going on and they're like sorry it took us so long to get to you because the nearest town was 45 minutes away from where oh, I oh my, my god, god. <laughs> your so friends must have been freaking they were out. freaked out and so <sighs> so I look over and my my other friend Robin he was sitting there like holding his arm and apparently when he saw me disappear he was started calling out to me and he didn't hear anything so he jumped down oh my oh, god man and landed on his elbow landed on your head he, no he landed on his elbow <laughs> broke his arm oh, wow and I remember being in the ambulance and they kept asking me like, what's your name? What's your home address? Like over and over. Uh-huh. They were trying to keep me awake, 
but I was right. getting upset because I was like, I right. already told you. Like, <laughs> why, why don't you write it down? <laughs> you know? Right, right. Um, did, did your like head hurt at this? Do you remember? I, <laughs> like, I was. I don't remember. I don't remember any pain. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. And so then I went out again, and then I woke up, and I was in like a hospital. Okay. Like an emergency room. So the sure. the closest town to where I fell uh, is called Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. Oh, that is the best name for a town ever. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't think before? I knew. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it rules. Yeah. Why is it called that? Uh, there's a reason, <laughs> and you can look it up, but I... Yeah, okay. I, I'm surprised I haven't yet, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, so, you know, so then I wake up again, and I'm in this emergency room, and I don't have any clothes on. And I had just gotten a brand new pair of like Doc Martens, like <laughs> ox blood Doc Martens. And I was so concerned sure. about where they were because all of I wake up, you know, and I was like, where are my shoes? <laughs> and, uh, uh, and I was, and I guess at that point, like I could feel my shoulder was hurting really bad. And mm-hmm. I kept telling him, I was like, my shoulder hurts. You got to do something. But they they were just like, yep, uh-huh, uh-huh. Because they were looking at this giant gash right, on right. the back of my head. Right? Yeah, they're like, we got bigger and it was like, fry, pal. You know, in, even a small injury on your head bleeds a lot. This was a pretty big one. And mm. like my skull had actually cracked Oh my god! And they were worried about like the you know your brain sits in this uh, cerebral fluid, and they were worried about it leaking out, and mm-hmm. like you know any any head injury is scary. So they were watching to see if my brain was gonna swell. Oh my god! Oh man! So 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 backing up to how it all went down, right? So I fell off. My friend jumps down, breaks his arm. Then my other friends sort of realize what's going on, so they walk. Um, to kind of where the the land bridge starts and go down the side. And my friend Leanne, who, when I woke up, I was like, she told me not to get up. She was kind of like trying to stabilize my head, and she was like totally covered with my blood, which is oh, totally man. really messed up. And um, then they, they had to like flag down a, a truck, you know, like an 18-wheeler, Oh, this is before cell yeah. phones. Yeah, this oh, is before I didn't think cell phones. Jesus. So they had to flag down a truck oh, to call man. an ambulance. <clears throat> and uh um Can you imagine? And then, you know, so I'm back at the hospital. They're like shaving my head here to try and clean up <laughs> clean up the wound. And uh and they're, they, they seem really concerned. And the thing that you, the thing that's the freakiest thing I've ever experienced is being in a hospital and having the people working on you look concerned. Oh, sure, man. Sure. Um, cause I was like trying to be funny. Um, and I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure they had given me painkillers or some, I know they, right. I remember them giving me shots in the head and I was uh-huh. like, man, tough crowd, you know? <laughs> sure. This uh, thing on. So then the next thing I know, I'm like, when you start your prop comedy, they're like, they're like loading me into this like transport, like, um, 
I guess it wasn't an ambulance, but it was some sort of hospital transport to drive me back to El Paso, right? To take me to a different hospital there, which was like two hours away or something. And mm. so they um, they stopped at McDonald's and they were like, <laughs> they were like, Mac attack. <laughs> They were like, do you want anything? And I was like, You're oh. like, no, I'm vegan. Oh man, I would love I was not vegan at the time. And I, I was like, I would love a chocolate milkshake. Like I oh, wanted yeah. something sweet and cold. Sure, that's a that's a hospital. So I remember treat. getting it and holding it in my hand and then looking down and the entire milkshake was melted, right? Because I had passed out. <laughs> And then woken up before I got a chance to eat it. So I was super bummed because I was really excited about this milkshake. Yeah, you can still eat a melted milkshake. So I kind of slurped up this like thick, gross. (laughs) Um, I mean, what is, is it really that different from when it's frozen, you know? Well, maybe it's like warm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's it's different. different. I'm still watering at the mouth just hearing that. So... So, yeah, so that was, you know, um, when I got to the El Paso hospital, they did some more work on me. They finally addressed my shoulder blade. So apparently I'd landed on the sort of between my left shoulder blade and the left side of my head. That's what took Mm -hmm. the brunt. And evidently I passed out immediately when I felt myself falling because the doctor was like, if if you would have been awake and tensed up, you would have, mm. you would be so much more messed up. Like you'd have so many more broken bones, but wow. I guess my body just absorbed the fall. You know? Wow. Um, wow. I I didn't know that's a thing people do. You pass out when you fall. I guess. I mean, that's what happened to me. But <laughs> wow. Uh, I guess it's a some sort of defense mechanism to right. keep yourself. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, that's what happened to me. Um, so I was super lucky because. I really, you know, land, drop, falling 10 feet and landing on your head can mm. can kill you. Um, sure. And, um, and, you know, the, the, the thing, the thing about it is I remember so little from that day because I mm. was injured and they gave me painkillers, but everyone that was with me was like totally like screwed up and scarred and they were just traumatized sure. <laughs> and so so you're you're the happiest one there at the time. <laughs> exactly so you got a milkshake and uh and painkillers yeah. you know and my my childhood best friend who i'm still really good friends with we still talk about that and for a while um i would stop every time i drive through new mexico i would stop there like I mm. used to know sort of the mile marker right. about where it was and I would stop there. And in the daylight, you're like, what? Like, how did I not see this? It's so obvious, you know? Mm. But at night there was no no street lights and it was just pitch black, you know, Jeez. in the middle of yeah. nowhere. Uh, Is it like that out in the desert a lot? Just like you just can't see anything? Yeah, yeah especially in states that aren't heavily populated, that, that mm. um, you know, they don't. You know, they probably didn't even have reflective road paint back then, you know, like um, Hmm. you just use your headlights and um, there was no guardrail. um, Wow. And there was no there was no indication at all that that there was sort of this ravine running under the highway right there. And of all places to stop. Right. Like we stopped right right there. Um, (laughs) Yeah. 
Wow. So, have we ever driven past it on tour, Brooks? Um, no. I'm sure he would have pointed it out. I, I absolutely would have. No, we never have, you know, because we've we've been through El Paso, but it's usually coming to or from, um, the West Coast. Yeah, yeah like and California. Or the San Diego. only way to get to that point is to either drive to or from Albuquerque from El Paso. Hmm. Um, and we've never, <clears throat> we've gone through Albuquerque, but from like east to west, you know, you, it's a right, it's right, right, north, right, north to south uh, highway between those two cities. Question: mm-hmm. What happened to the Tate Ball? <laughs> that is great. I don't know. <laughs> Probably, it's it's still there. I don't know. It's a, it'd be a good souvenir from that night. If you ask oh me, my God. I, could, I could make another one. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, at the time I was 18 years old and sort of, you're sort of invincible at that time. And sure, mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, even even after it happened, I, I kind of didn't truly understand the seriousness of that injury. Sure. And it wasn't until years later that I was like, I think I was telling someone this story like I'm telling you. <laughs> and the look on their face, I was just like, oh, yeah, like this is, this could have been terrible, you know? Right, right. Um, like I, I had known Brooks for years before I heard this story, and I thought that was wild because this would probably be the second thing I told somebody if I met them. Hmm. Because it's, I mean, it's like such a good story. Well, I mean, it's like. It's like a pretty scary story. Sometimes yeah, people ask me, absolutely. like, "How'd you get that scar on the back of your head?" You know, and I'm right. And I can I can just quickly say, "Well, I fell off a bridge." You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Next time, be like brain transplant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, wow. wow, that's quite a story. Glad you made it through. How long did it take you to recover? Um, that's a good question. Uh. You know, I wasn't in the hospital for long. I think once they determined that my brain wasn't swelling. Oh, my God. And they stitched my head back together. Mm. Um, and my shoulder blade was cracked, right? Mm. And there's not really... You can't get, like, a cast on your shoulder <laughs> yeah. blade. <laughs> so I just... I had a sling to keep me from moving it, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that... That may have taken the longest to just get back to normal. And even to this day, if I if I sort of windmill my left arm, there's a point mm. where it kind of hits and then I have to push through and it just clicks, you know? It's weird. Wow. Uh, oh God, lucky, luckily, it wasn't your right arm, so you can still do windmills with the guitar. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. Is that wow. a, isn't that a, I told you this was a wild yeah, story. It is a wild story. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're all better, Brooks. Yeah, well, thanks. I mean, God, it happened like, when I was 18, so you know, two years ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been quite a while. Wow. All right. Can't believe that, like, you emerged from that, like, unscathed as far as, like, I mean, your brain. I don't know. I'm, I, but maybe you, I maybe, you maybe it genius. got you, maybe, maybe it made you better. Or maybe, maybe it made me worse. <laughs> <laughs> you should have met him before. He's yeah, a total right? idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he was amused by tape balls before. <laughs> I tell you. I'll tell you one thing. I, I I did come away from it like like realizing that um 
that a the friends I was traveling with really did care about me. Sure. And sure. that you are you're not too young to go through something serious and it mess you up. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah. Like all those sort of emotions of like your friends being traumatized. They seem like such adult things, you know, but Mhm. Mhm. Um Yeah. Dang. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for sharing that with us, Brooks. Yeah. Uh, no okay, now we're both now we're both going to be scarred. Now I, now I have a, <laughs> now I have a recording of it. So when somebody asks me again, I'll just play it. <laughs> it's a good story, though. Yeah. No, it's a great story. Um, all right. This is from Michael Rhodes, Saratos, California. Saratos. Am I saying that right? I don't know. Saratos. C e r r i like Doritos except for Sarah. Saritas. Saritas. Is that it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael says drunk driver hit my car off the side of the road on Kajalko Pass. That's where Brooks fell, probably off the 15, and my car went all the way down. Still have no clue how I got out of the car, or how or off the side of the cliff. Jesus. Okay, is this guy Brooks? Did Brooks write this? No, okay. Brooks did not write this. Um. Yeah, so I guess his car went all the way down a cliff. Yeah, that's terrifying. Um, where, where, where does this? Uh, C- California, Cerritos, California. Is that a place, Brooks? You're from the West Coast, ish. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I mean, I. I don't think the person is lying. I. I I've never heard of <laughs> you it. You don't yet. know what. The, what about? Uh, Cahalco. C a j a l c o. I don't know. Oh, the pass. Yeah, Cahalco. Cajalco. Yeah, probably something like that. Cajalco. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm for Is that a pass you're familiar with, Brooks? <laughs> no, no, it's I not. I know you're a big pass guy. Yeah. Backstage pass. I don't have that one. I, haven't, I, I didn't add that to the collection. I don't, I don't okay. know. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty scary. Uh, you know, the, the whole like memory loss thing, if, you know what I mean? That, yeah, like, have you ever had that from an injury? Um, I don't know. <laughs> How would you know? Uh, I, do, I do. You I know, I, I was. I I had to uh, go to the hospital like for a a procedure, and they had to put me under anesthesia. And mm. for some reason, I thought it would be a really cool idea to like try to stay, like force myself to stay awake. Fun. Will okay? yourself to fight the. Drugs. They were they were playing music in the operating room. Okay. They were playing. The that fucking dude, the um, Chuck Mangione. Anyway, Chuck Mangione. No, Chuck Mangione on the flugelhorn. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, I was like, I'm gonna stay awake and listen to this, and I did, and it started to sound insane, Whoa. and I was like, and I and I and I like, like, you know, I had like a ma- you know a mask on, like a whatever. Anesthesia mask, and I, sure. and I and I and I, and I looked at the nurse, and I was like, I was like, I was like, mm, the music, it sounds amazing, <laughs> and um, but obviously they couldn't like hear me or care, you right. know. <laughs> you know what? It's amazing when you see those uh, those videos of people having their brain like worked on, and they're a lot, oh and they're God. awake, you mm. know, and they're like asking yeah. them questions, and they're playing the violin and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah and, you're and, talking and, about that movie Hannibal. 
Am I? Is that what you're referring to? <laughs> no. no, this no, is it, real. Hannibal. I'm it's like real brain. It's like brain surgery, Mike. I'm talking about like they real have to, they, you it's, have, it's not brain surgery. Okay. <laughs> they have to do it when you're awake, so they don't like cut something important. How yeah. it? How would being awake help that? Um, because they know when because they, they're, they're like, like oh they're, god, like, my sense of smell. <laughs> well, yeah. My- because they're, they're like, they're like, uh, you know, just a, they're, they're like talking to you continuously. And then all of a sudden you're like, wah, 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 because they're like poking the part of your brain that. Because there goes my speech, empathy, you asshole. <laughs> you know, like, like, and, and like it, it, it's, it, it is pretty like disturbing to wow. watch. It is real. I don't, I've never, why would you guys watch that? I mean, I studied uh, like neuroscience in school. Huh. Huh. Why are yeah. you watching that, Brooks? <laughs> I, I I don't know. I mean, I, I watched it. I mean, it. it's cool. It's interesting. I watched it because it was like there was a guy playing the violin while he was being operated on. Why was there a guy playing the violin? So, I, I mean, mean the how guy, awesome are these hospitals? The guy that was being operated on was playing the violin. No. Not, not, yeah, like, they, not like a guy in the... And they poke him and he can't play anymore. And they poke him in a spot and he's like, ah, <laughs> what am I doing? And then they stop poking and right, he's like... Right. Doo, doo, yeah, I don't, I don't remember yeah. why. I just remember like the camera showing him playing violin and then panning around and his brain is exposed, Ugh. you know? So wild. <laughs> what? This sounds like some sort of avant-garde Mike, uh, art film. Mike is real. Why is he playing violin? Dude, dude Google exists. Just look it up. <laughs> I can't tell you why, but I'm scared of the images that might pop up. <laughs> you don't need to. You don't up. need to Google it right now, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me see here. We got well, a. Uh, do you want to do this? This other confession, real quick. Yeah, we got this. We got an audio confession. It's a little long. We're gonna. Uh, we're. It's. It's broken up so we can talk between it. Okay. Oh boy. Oh. All right. Cool. Everybody ready? Yeah. This do you want to? From Sue's. Uh, abode of New Brunswick, New Jersey. What? Oh, yeah. You didn't tell me that. Also, Michael Ian Black, apparently, if he's to be believed. He's from Hillsborough. Oh, but that's near there? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are you ready? G- hey, hey uh, Brooks, did you know Michael Ian Black was in a hardcore band when he was younger? Uh, No, I did not. With oh. the dude from Ensign. Oh, really? Weird. Yeah, is that funny? Uh, we have a we have a thing with him. Where I didn't uh, edit, finish editing it yet, though. Anyway, whatever. It's called a podcast. They, it's called, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a whole thing. Are right, you ready? Okay. This is Nicholas Danek from your kinky friends. Can you hear this, folks? And um, you can't hear it. Little story. I got it. I got it. A really emotional time where um, I almost died several times in one night due to PCP and angel dust. I was a teenager, <laughs> and um, I'm in New Jersey, but we went oh, to okay. Harlem to get the PCP. And there's things called uh, there's people it. called dust bunnies, which are like 12 year olds who are just whacked out on PCP and they just sell PCP and they were literally had guns and they were just throwing them across the street to see if they would go off and um, you know and and when they went off they were just laughing hysterical so we're like oh okay we're gonna die we're doing something dangerous we bought the PCP somebody get those kids a ball of tape I live in New Jersey and um, PCP all right, next, oh. next one. Okay. Okay, so so far we have, they went to Harlem to buy PCP. From New Brunswick. From New Brunswick What year? What year is this? I don't know. I don't um, know. This guy has a nice voice. Is he like he a really radio does. DJ? Oh, uh, well, he's from uh, uh, I, My I, Kinky Friends. 
My says. kinky friends. Yeah, I'm not I sure if he does the voice stuff for what? that. What so, yeah, is that? Well, well, can, let's can keep you going summarize this for me? <laughs> All right, so, so chapter two. We <laughs> went back to New Jersey, and um, we started playing Frisbee in the middle of a highway, which is mm-hmm. incredibly irresponsible, incredibly dangerous, and stupid. And that's what we did, and I feel sorry for that because we could have got hurt or uh, uh, innocent person could have got hurt so we did that what highway chapter three i bet it was route 18 you think so i don't know it's either that That or route one those are the two main highways of new brunswick all right ask him (sighs) then we went into downtown high as hell right and we're we're teenagers back then this is like uh, Rutgers. so we climbed we used to climb up buildings all the time and we just decided to have a, a, a rut of, um, you know, have a, like a marathon. And we just decided to jump from rooftop to rooftop. And it was really fun for a while. <laughs> the first one, you're like, wow. And you look down and see these are like four to five flights. Oh, maybe. my God. And um, but I think it was like the third or fourth one. Oh, that didn't work out. All right. To be continued now. What the hell? Is this guy in a so, video game? The one that didn't work out. He's laughing at your joke. I, I jump and I don't make it. But oh. I grab onto a big rusty metal pipe and I slide down oh. it. And my hands are just getting bloody and bloody and bloody. Oh. Keep in mind, I'm like maybe 17 years old. And... Um, I just get bloody, bloody, and bloody, and my hands are bloody, and I'm like, I'm going to die, but I slowly slide down the pipe, and then there's a guy with a cat, and, um... With a, uh, wait, with a cat? Glasses, yeah, kind of so. looking, you know, nerdy, which is fine. He's a college kid. Sure. And, um, he's like, what's going on? And I just go, <laughs> like, he should know. I go, angel dust. <laughs> oh my god alright nice nice one but see this was life changing for me so I go back home which so. when I lived when I lived in New Brunswick New Jersey I go back home with my bloody hands and I kind of kind of clean them up and everything like that and I I'm still high and just uh, really depressed and sad now sure. um and I listened to Transparent Radiation, which is a cover, um, uh, but it's by, the, the one I listened to was just by Spaceman 3, which is a great song. You, oh. should, you should listen to it. You should know your and, um, and I'm, I'm familiar with the band. Like, I have to change my life. I have to change my life. I have to not be so irresponsible. And um, that was a moment that really changed me. So there's a lesson here. And I'll get to it in the next one. Oh, my. Okay. Right. So next There's up, the, we have the lesson. The lesson. It's like Jerry Springer's so final fault. The lesson here is this. First of all, stay away from, from people who just throw automatic weapons on the ground for fun and laugh when they go off. Check. That's, that's one major thing. You write this right? down? Second, don't play Frisbee in the middle of a highway. And third... Don't do PCP and jump from building right. to building to building. That's a major lesson. And, you know, just the major lesson out of everything is just be safe, my friends. Be safe. This is Nicholas Tannock 
from your kinky friends. And um, I hope you got a laugh out of this because you know, now it's funny <laughs> to me, as crazy as it is. But um, yeah, stay, keep it funny and stay safe, everybody. Wow. Keep it funny and stay safe. Wow. Stay safe. Stay safe. That is pretty hard to say. Um, that, first of all, that guy does have a beautiful voice. He really does. He's, he sounded great. He yeah, I, fe- I felt like I was listening to a, a This American Life story or something. I know. I yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Um, I, that, is, that is wild. Um, yeah. So wait. Jumping so, from building to building? So he's saying he almost died from getting shot, then almost died from getting hit on a highway. And then right. almost dying from falling off a building. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Triple header. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, I mean, I'm trying to uh, imagine this. Uh, man, I don't know. That, 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 that's just wild. It's quite um, an evening. Yeah. I, I like, you know, that, that was a good story. That though. was. That was yeah. a great story. Yeah. You yeah. told it really well. Um, I, and, you know, uh, I think that the, the and I liked the message. Sure. Sure. Stay safe. Stay I la- safe. I laughed. I cried. Right. You know. I, no, that was really good. I think it's a good good takeaway from that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is pretty terrifying to to think about. You know, in our younger days, how close we could have come. Jesus. To death. Oh my God. I know. The stuff that people would do. Do you want to hear my story really sure. quick? My story isn't that great compared to some of the other ones we've heard. Way to set it up. No. Well. So, and the thing is, like, I don't really remember it. As such, although I do remember a little bit of it. So when I was little, we lived in New Brunswick, New Jersey. um, And uh, we there was one of our neighbors had like a pool. Okay, and um, it was like maybe like late summer, early fall. Mm. And there was like still like water in the pool, I guess. But it wasn't but it was like had a cover on it. The problem was there was a truck, like a toy truck. That somehow had like gotten like it, it was like in the middle of the pool. What, what kind of toy truck? We talking uh, construct like a bulldozer or something? Um, or like it was. A- I think it wasn't even like that good of a truck. Okay. I don't know. I was probably five years old. Right. I do remember seeing that truck and being like, "I want that." Sure. <laughs> so, uh, so of course I like crawled out onto the pool cover mm-hmm. to get the truck, mm-hmm. uh, and I got soaking wet uh, because you know they're just like puddles right, right, and stuff. Right. You know, um, and. And uh, I came home, you know, being all soaking wet. And you got the truck? I guess I did. I don't really remember that part. I do remember getting into serious trouble mm. for um, because I, you know, I didn't immediately tell my parents what happened. But it came out because mm-hmm. I, it's possible that the neighbors, like, maybe even, uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, my, my little friend left his shoes uh, there. Uh, and, um, yeah. Rookie mistake. I, yeah, and <laughs> I know. And... You know, I was really pissed off that I was, like, in trouble. <laughs> Why? I mean, you know, you don't want to get in trouble. I was, like, punished <laughs> for doing this. And I was like, what the hell? You know, I got, right. like... Well, you didn't know that what you were doing I was bad. You didn't no know it was dangerous. I had no idea. Right, like, right. I, like, I would have died to death. So what do you think would have happened if it collapsed? I mean, it, would have, it was, like, cold. Right. And I would have been surrounded with, like, a tarp. Yeah, you would have been, in like, deep enveloped wa- in deep water. In tarp. Could could the kid have gotten someone in time? You think? It's it's possible he was four, though. Oh my so gosh. you know what I mean. Like it's like you wow. know, 
Uh, and you think they would have buried you with the truck? Oh, my God. Like, I don't even know. Like, I, I think about this sometimes, and I'm like, how? What the fuck was? What the fuck uh, was wrong with yeah. me? <laughs> you know. Well, okay. Honestly, I'm not putting judgment on anybody here. You don't leave four year olds around to roam on a on a around a pool like that. I by mean, themselves. you know, like it's whatever. There, there, there was a fence, but the gate might have been open. Okay. Okay. You could still see the pool very clearly through the fence, right? Or right. climb over it really easily. Okay. You know, I think that, I think that that's the type of thing that made I mean, those that made those laws. Yeah. You know? at, at four years old, what what kind of roaming were you allowed to do at four years old? I mean, I was like five. Okay. I mean, you know, it was at the end of my backyard. It wasn't yeah. even like it yeah, was ba- backyard. I feel like was usually yeah. you're allowed to do. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's and it's, it's it's not like anyone watched me when I went out to play. At four years old, someone should probably be I was like five, I told you. My <laughs> friend was four. Oh, I see. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's different now. I right, don't think kids right. are allowed to like do stuff like that now. Yeah, yeah. And if <laughs> uh, if you had drowned, Brooks would have to find another bassist. I know. So. I know. That would be that uh, that would be that would be terrible. So I'm glad you're still here. I know. I know. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. All right, guys. Uh, anything else we want to touch on before we wrap this one up? Oh, we have a the band has a War and Women has a thing tomorrow night. Really? Uh, wait, this isn't going to be out by then. Right. <laughs> That's how this we will have done a listening party okay. for our album. Well, can they can they still watch it even though it's no longer live? It's possible, but I do not know how Instagram Live works. So okay. you know. If yeah, it is not... possible, I'll send y'all a link. All right. What do you say, Brooks? <laughs> I, I have no answers. It's not my department. I. Well, what's it? What's it going to be? An acoustic show? Uh, no. This is uh, not going to be a show at all. We're oh. listening through our last oh. record, Capture oh, the Flag, and we're going to oh. sort of talk about it. We're going to share uh, insights and quips, storyteller style. Yeah. Unplugged. I'm going to be like, man, I never thought I would get this bass part right. I played it right exactly once, and you're listening to it. <laughs> I, just, I just thought of something, Mike, that sure. is sort of along the lines of this episode. All right, let's see. But it. it's sort of opposite from my last story, right? Okay. So we're talking about brushes with death. Well, when I was young, really young, when, you know, probably around the age you realize, like, oh, people can die, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. I was sort of like fascinated by that idea. <laughs> and I had a couple things in a row when I was really young. Like um, I went to my friend's house. They built a gingerbread house, right? And, you know, you decorate it with like icing. <laughs> was it Christmas? Icing and little little uh, candies and stuff, right? Sure. And I was like, oh, awesome. Like everything on here is edible, you know? So like on, in front of the house, there were those little silver balls, you know, that you put on there. Uh-huh. And I like uh-huh. ate a couple of them. And my friend's mom was like, you didn't just eat those, did you? They're poison. <laughs> what? And I was like, well, I'm going to die. <laughs> you know, just like they were really poison. Well, I mean, I'm still here. You so. know, it goes good on a gingerbread house. And, poison. And the second thing I went to, I went like with my family on a, like a camping retreat. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was this river by the campground and I was, uh, we kind of got the, the day we got there, I was like, Oh, I want to go, I want to go to the river. Right. Sure. And then like, I got too close to the edge and I fell in the river mm. and 
at that moment, I was like, well, I'm going to die. Like, that was it. This this is how Mm. I go. Because, you know, my my mom especially was probably always like, oh, you know, rivers are really dangerous, blah, blah. And then about a second later, I realized that I could just swim up to the top and I was totally fine. (laughs) But, you know, like, like, I remember those two moments really well thinking, like, well, this is it. This is how I go. Mm -hmm. You know, and Mm -hmm. I was probably six years old or something yeah i, I kind of had a similar experience in a river just where i like i was just playing in the river and it, it was just like you know it was like a stream but it was like a heavy stream and i just at one point just started getting swept, swept away and just grabbed onto a boulder and and held onto it and for a second there i thought it was going to pull me out and i was going to drown and then my dad just walked over and got me and it wasn't even a big deal at all you know yeah like if i had gotten swept away they would have just Walk down the river and you know just walk down the stream ten feet and got me, but it, but I, it was one of those moments where it's like oh my god this could be death right now this could be the end. Yikes! Yeah, I had one of those on uh, on a motorized two wheeled vehicle. I was mm-hmm. driving one time mm-hmm. in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was fall and there were like wet leaves. Sure, and a truck was coming, a Bud Light truck. Mm. And I put on the brakes, and I just skidded on the leaves. Oh and I was like, God. "Well, I'm gonna die. We'll what am that. I wearing? What am I wearing? What you know what I mean? Like what? Yeah. Am I, what am? No, I was, I was like, I was like, because like, because. And the thing is, I had to like be in a like a wedding that weekend, and I was like, man, I'm gonna ruin these people's wedding, <laughs> you know? Because I'm gonna that, die. Wow. That sounds like you really could have. Well, like a double as your funeral. Yeah. Was that Brooks? I said. I said, that sounds like Sue really could have died. Like, that's, that's a legitimate fear for your life. Whereas right. eating those little candy silver balls, I, How think, long? I think that was, huh? How long until you realize you weren't dying after you, you ate know, the candy? That's a good question, because I guess when I was a kid, I think you just, you just fall over and you have X's on <laughs> right, your face. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I guess I gave it a minute and then your I was head like, explodes. well, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, g- I gave it a minute, and then I was just like, "Well, I guess I'm fine." Like they weren't made out of like mercury or plutonium. I don't, I don't know. She, why. she literally said those are poisoned. That's word for word exactly. Oh what my she said god! To me. You see, you just can't get the right look on a gingerbread house without adding poison. And you know so, what I mean? Even as a six year old, I was like, "Why would you put right. poison right. on a okay, gingerbread so. house?" <laughs> do I look like my name is Hansel, ma'am? <laughs> yeah. What right. are you trying to do here? <laughs> All right. Well, this was a fun episode, you guys. Yeah. Thank you, Brooks. Yeah, this Brooks, was really fun. You did a great job, man. We really appreciate hearing your story. Thank you, ha- you so you much. Have, you have more stories that I want you to tell. So yeah, we'd uh, love I, to have. I'd, I'd love to have you back. Sometime. Absolutely, Brooks is welcome anytime. <laughs> uh, you, I don't know, but God, I hope this quarantine ends soon. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, if you'd like to be part of the confessional, find us on Facebook at Confessional Podcast or on Instagram. We have that name everywhere. Uh, apparently, there's a new podcast called Confessional by some no. someone who has, you know, an imposter. Yeah, there's several confessionals out there, but why are we're you the only confessional this? Don't, podcast? Don't 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 give them a platform. <laughs> Maybe they're great. Actually, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Maybe it's a Catholic uh, all right. thing. What's that? It's like a Catholic kind of, you know, confessional. Yeah. Right, right. I thought you said you'll get their traffic, and I was like, that's a good point. <laughs> no. Just like when I get Mark Maron's traffic. 
All right, guys. Thank you so much. This is a great episode. Okay, bye. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. Thanks, Mike. Bye.